Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School, the podcast for beat makers, beginners, and bedroom producers. My name is Kia Orion. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been writing, recording, producing, mixing, mastering music for over 10 plus years. And in this podcast, I answer your most burning questions every week. So in this episode, we're going to answer the question, should you pay for plugins? I also want to address if you're hearing a rooster or dogs in the background, I'm currently on vacation in Bali living that music producer lifestyle dream. So I apologize if we interrupted by crazy animals, but even on vacation, we ain't taking no days off. So should you pay for plugins? Yes. Yes. And yes. However, as like with everything, there's a lot of gray area. It depends on where you're at with your music career. I've touched on this before. For me, I didn't use any paid plugins for a long time because I was broke as shit. But now that I'm a little bit more on my grown man tip, I try to buy all the plugins that I actually use. That being said, I still use a couple bootleg plugins. And I also want to preface this in saying there are some incredible free plugins as well. So with that out of the way, I'm going to get into what you should pay for and what you shouldn't pay for. And hopefully this helps. So should you pay for plugins? It depends what you want and it depends on your budget because if you're just starting out, I say this time and time again, no amount of fancy plugins are going to fix your shitty beat making. Focus on the fundamentals like everything, whether this is boxing, whether this is beat making, whether this is writing, focus on the basics. The basics are going to get you 95%. Uh, you know, if it's even if it's working out, right? They always say your diet will get you 90%, 95%. The supplements are like the icing on the cake. Same shit. You want to make sure that your beat making is actually dope before you start using crazy plugins. Most of the time, I use Ableton. I'm a bit of a Ableton stan. I use mostly stock plugins uh, for the Ableton stock plugins. One. I know them really well, and so I can still kind of get the sounds that I want from them. And two, they use a lot less CPU. So anytime you're using third-party plugins, it's going to take more computer processing power. So one nice thing about getting nice with your stock plugins, depending on what DAW you have, is they can use less CPU. So you can actually, for me, I find it helps my workflow. But I still do use a couple uh, plugins that I have paid for that I find really helpful. One thing when it comes to plugins that I would recommend you getting, and I've talked about this in previous episodes, I'll link to it in the show notes, are if you want to get like a dope synth, there are some free synths. I'll do an episode on that later, like my top favorite free synths. But if you are serious about your production, I'd say spend maybe a hundred bucks or get a get a splice subscription and get their rent to own serum joint, um, and get one or two nice synths and and learn to use them and really their ins and outs. But you don't need them by any means. And when you do pay for plugins, what's nice about it is you don't have to worry about bootlegging shit. You don't have to worry about viruses. You don't have to worry about when the updates come out, how to get the new version, any of that. And these are things that really can elevate your game a lot. Um, there are a few that I use. I really like the FabFilter plugins, not all of them, but I use the FabFilter Pro Q2 for a lot of EQ. I find that really helpful. I use the Ableton EQ, but then I like the FabFilter one a lot. I also really like the FabFilter limiting plugin, the FabFilter Pro L2. Uh, that's my favorite plugin for limiting. Uh, for plugins when it comes to synths, I, I use Silent. That was the first synth I ever bought. It was 100 bucks. 
amazing. I recommend it. Also great for beginners. Serum I've bought and recommend as well. Same thing. Beautiful interface, good customer service, lots of tutorials. And then another one that I recommend that I just got recently uh, that I finally bought was Omnisphere. And that one, is, is, I think it's, it's pretty pricey. I got it on a Black Friday special, and so it wasn't as expensive as normal. But that's, that's a, a tried-and-true synth. However, because it is such a beast, again, it takes a lot of CPU processing power. So just be aware of that. Uh, when it also comes to free plugins, there are a lot of free plugins out there that are amazing. Uh, they had one. I'm not sure if they still do. I think there's Sound Toys Little Alter Boy. I love that one for kind of chopping and screwing vocals because I use a lot of vocal samples. And they had it for free, and then they have it on sale a lot. But it's either going to be like 50 bucks or 20 bucks or free at some point. But Little Alter Boy's, uh, excuse me, Sound Toys Little Alter Boy. Another free plugin that I love is called Camel Crusher, and I use this on every track. Not joking. It's a distortion plugin, and it just like tears the shit out of your sound, but like in a really dope way. I can't seem to find this type of distortion for my 808s on any other plugin, even dope paid plugins. So, dude, if you don't have Camel Crusher, download that shit. It's a game changer. I swear to God. It's just like the way that it crushes your sound is dope, and it, yeah, I use it in every track. Another one that I do recommend spending money on too um, are keys and strings. Because I've said this before as well, but keys and strings are two sounds that often the stock sounds are pretty shitty. Just about every stock piano sound I've ever heard is pretty whack, but if you actually pay for them, I have, what's it called, Addictive Keys. I love Addictive Keys, and then Keyscape by Omnisphere. Both of those I highly recommend. String sounds, I have the Contact uh, Strings Library. I think that was also like a hundred bucks. I also have some nice horns because horns, stocks, uh, stock horns are always super shitty. Another one though, if you actually have money, you want to spend it on some dope plugins. I recommend getting a nice bass sound, like the Trillium basses. Uh, I love dope bass sounds. And so if you have the bread to spend, I'll do another episode on all the ones to spend money on. But should you spend money on stock plugins? Yes, absolutely. Will it completely fix your shitty game? Absolutely not. So step your motherfucking game up first, then spend some money on plugins. You can probably bootleg a ton at this point as well if you're nice on the internet just to start testing them out. But if you're going to get serious about it and you actually do end up using them down the line, please, please, please pay for your plugins. These people work way too hard to make dope shit for you to bootleg it for your whole life. So stop being a cheap ass. Go get yourself some plugins. Let's make some music. Thank you for tuning in. As always, this is Kia Orion, K-I-A-O-R-I-O-N, KiaOrion.com or Kia Orion everywhere online. Shoot me your questions. I'll answer them every week. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.